0: What is going on, everybody? This is the New Beginnings Podcast. I am your host, Matt Clem. And with every end, there is always a new beginning. We are here to talk about your health, your fitness, your mindset, and really the journey in becoming your best self. Wherever you are, I hope you enjoy. So let's get right into it. Um, and yeah, so let's just start with like who you are, where you're based out of, um, what kind of really brought you to like just fitness and then we can kind of go into like how it's kind of spurred like fitness coaching and everything but yeah let's just get to know a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah so my name's Leslie. Hi everyone on that side. Um, I am from Boulder, Colorado and really like have such a deep passion for, for fitness and health but got into it because I struggled with an eating disorder in my teens unfortunately and had like really bad body image. Um, And a part of my recovery was doing group fitness classes. So like my love of fitness kind of started in group fitness where I was able to, and it was, it was body pump. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, but it's like a full body strengthening class. So I got to like work out with all these different women of all these different ages and like build strength and community. And that really like set me on my fitness journey. And so I, I, got certified as an instructor, and then got certified as a trainer, and I've kind of just been ever-evolving in that, but went from group fitness to bodybuilding, and then my coach was like, I want to hire you, this is fun, so then I started coaching women for bodybuilding shows, got really into bodybuilding myself, and then moved to New York City, worked for Equinox for a while, started Fit by Leslie, and here we are.
0: That's crazy, that's crazy. Yeah. And It's like a lot, and, that and, was and, like
1: really quick. No,
0: no, yeah, seriously. And I feel like as we do more of these lives, we'll get to know more of each other, and and really just um, expand on the horizons of just our journeys and how we've come to where we're at right now. Um, yeah. So and I and I do definitely like to tap into obvious today, we're talking about like body image and everything and all the ropes around that. So obviously, with many others right this isn't like a a rare kind of thing it's like many people struggle with body image many people compare themselves many people are struggling with like eating disorders and all that kind of jazz so for you it was like what kind of how did that like this uh disordered eating or how did that like body image kind of come into light or like when did you actually start noticing like holy cow like i'm like actually struggling or right? maybe you've been doing this for months or years and you kind of came to that realization of like holy cow I'm not treating my body as I should so let's just start with with really like the struggles um, when it comes to your your overall body image or just disordered eating
1: yeah I think I mean that's that's a loaded question I think that kind of just growing up especially in Boulder where like I don't know if you've Come up this way, but like everyone is fit. Like everyone's on a hike. Seriously, everyone's on their bike, and it's like my family was so active as well, which was great, and I'm I'm grateful for that. But in addition to being really active, it was always like, what does your body look like, or oh, are you, are you like fit enough for cycling? Like, is that going to impact your performance? And I was a gymnast too, so I feel like in that environment, I would always kind of get like, how does your leotard look? Like, how are you? how are you performing and how does your body look while you're performing? So I feel like in my activity, my body image was kind of always at the forefront of that. And I mean, culture and then subgroup to that environment has a huge impact on body image. And for me, it was kind of like my friends, family, and peers were always talking about how your body appeared, whether it was positive or negative. So in my brain, that just kind of I think forever, even subconsciously, always allowed me to think about my appearance, especially in regards to performance. And that's kind of when it started for me. And then when my disordered eating kind of started, I would just notice that even though I was so young, like 14, 15, 16, people would comment and be like, you're so skinny. And my subconscious brain was like, hell yeah, when like that Mm. was so twisted and wrong. And I think that that's like, a big thing in our society, too, is commenting on other people's bodies, especially if they've lost weight, is, like, such a normal thing, you know, to be like, oh, have you lost weight? Like, that is, and even a lot of people take that as a compliment, when really, you never know, like, what's going on with that person, and, and like, their mental state around it, so I think I've always been aware of my body image, but particularly when I had disordered eating, the attention I was getting, due to my thinness, kind of getting better was something that drove me further into that.
0: For sure. And, and yeah. I mean, just going off of a side tangent, it's like same with body, uh, body image within like just bodybuilding. Right. It's like, oh yes, it is a sport. It is a, an art to some degree. Um, but it's like some people are insanely shredded or, and, and they put all their self-worth literally, just like in how they look when in reality it's like it's just more more than just physical it's it's the mental it's the emotional it's actually loving yourself and kind of going into going into that i mean i I was kind of the same in 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 lieu of like just sports right um i was either the really skinny scrawny cross-country runner or i was (laughs) like kind of just like a chubby kid that was playing like rugby or something. Right. And I was never like in between. And I always had this, this notion of like, oh, I need to be a certain way or the people that I look up to are like this fit. So I I need to do that. And if I'm not that, which most of the time I'm not, then I just put so much self-worth into that, that it's like, okay, I'm not where I want to be. So I'm just like shaming myself. Um, yeah. and that, and, and it really, just like kind of spirals into a negative kind of way. So for for you and your journey and how you kind of really, and like one of my questions here is like, we put mm-hmm. so much emphasis on the external meat suits. We put so much emphasis on just like that external. So for you, and, like, going through these struggles of, like, oh, like, you're, I'm skinny and, like, I need to conform to this, like, maybe societal kind of notion. Like, when did you start to realize, like, it doesn't have to be like this? It doesn't, like, I can I can create my own person. Like, I don't need to compare myself and put my self-worth um, into someone else's. So, like, when when in your journey, yeah. like, whether young or in school or whenever, like, when did you start to really realize the like kind of that change
1: well I think that I realized that it wasn't going to be sustainable to continue disordered eating even though I thought that that's what would best serve me when I realized it would never be enough so like I came to the harsh conclusion of like the scale's never going to get low enough like I'm mm-hmm. never going to feel perfect enough or skinny enough and I realized like it would probably kill me if I continued with it So like that fear set in for me and then I wanted help and I embraced therapy and I embraced the vulnerable sides of like why I was doing this damaging thing to my body. And when I started like with the group fitness and body pump and started lifting, like I got so stoked on being able to like put five more pounds on that week and like watching my Mm -hmm. body get strong, not even like just muscular, but like watching my body be able to go into the full depths of a squat with more weight on than I had last week and push that shit up, I was like, this is cool. Like, this is fun. And instead Mm -hmm. of being in battle with my body over its appearance, I started to celebrate its performance and then realized that by doing that, being in that group fitness environment, I was inspiring other women and those women were inspiring me by their strength progressions. And I just, I realized that that's what was best going to serve me and wasn't going to like kill me down the line. Um, So that's, that's really what shifted it for me is when I started to embrace therapy, become really vulnerable with myself and confront the demons for why I had disordered eating and then embrace Mm -hmm. the performance side of it and getting strong, which is something i had never felt internally. I never felt strong. I always felt weak and unable and not in control and strength training really changed that for me.
0: Totally, and I mean, shoot, there's there's like a ton of a ton of solid nuggets that you just overlaid, and that I really resonated with, and mm-hmm. um, and I know like a part of our conversation is like seeing the guy's perspective of this, right? And um, yeah, for me, it was uh, how many people start their fitness journeys, right? It's like out of operating out of fear, operating out of like a, a wound or a battle. Um, that you might be fighting and losing. Um, and, And for me, it was just like those insecurities of like, I'm either chubby, or I'm like skin and bone. And, and I, and the people that I compared myself to, like had muscle had, were more active, maybe were cross country runners or something, but like actually had muscle and actually had that strength component. And I feel that For me, just getting to the gym and actually being consistent and actually strength training and actually building up my metabolism and priming it and physically and mentally being in the best shape, um, it came towards acceptance of loving myself, like actually unconditionally loving myself without the conditions of, oh, I have to meet this this societal standard. I have to – I'm not going to be – where I want to be, unless I have six pack abs, or I have to be like in the best shape of my life, or I have to bench two twenty five. And yeah. until I get there, then I'm quote unquote not satisfied, and it, and it's discouraging, and and it's operating out of fear. And operating out of fear, right? Like if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're you're skin and bone, or or you're you're chubby, or you're where you not want to be, um, it, it's a good start. It's a good start to like get you going to put some fuel in the fire. Um, But it depends on like, how long are you operating out of that? How long are we operating out of that disordered eating or where we find out, holy cow, this is not sustainable for our lifestyle. How can I achieve my goals in a different set of values in a different kind of mindset? Um, So for you and in your journey, when like you started to like really realize the other side of things like holy cow like I'm an architect of my body I can I've been really um how should I say this depriving my body and not giving it the nutrients and then right as you started to really see that other side of things um and I really want to dive in for you it's like that community aspect right right now Ugh. you're building a community of women that are centered around just like strong, fit, healthy mindset, sustainable, foundational habits. So, like for you, like with that community and with like, how, how has that kind of shaped um, how you perceive fitness and just your overall like well-being? Um, and I know this isn't like one of my questions that I had, but I no, mean, that's it's okay. Just the spread I love of the like conversation, right? It.
1: Yeah, I love playing with it and see what kind of comes up. I saw Halona joined this live. Hi. And I'm definitely gonna dive into that, but I had a very unique upbringing in the sense that I was raised in like a co-housing community. So sounds kind of culty, but it's not. <laughs> Essentially what it is, it's like, there's 11 different units and everyone shares like sustainable practices. So like we have community meals together a couple times a week, or we like all have a garden plot and everyone shares food, but there's this central kind of comfort around community. And I didn't grow up with a mom. So I felt like I always was able to have all these women Mm -hmm. that I could go to and like pick their brain on, on certain things. Or like maybe I resonated on this topic with more with a woman and more so with another on this topic. And I just like picked little pieces and really appreciate that community aspect because it's made me who I am. And so at the root of my work, I really feel like harnessing community and giving my clients the ability to be able to connect with other women perhaps going through the same journey that they are or can relate in a different way. I just think that's so vital for, for the journey and for connection and to realize that we're not really all strangers. You're never really alone. And we're all just going through this crazy thing that is the human experience and it's okay Mm -hmm. to struggle and it's okay to like need to ask for support. So I just think that that's, that's really an essential piece an essential piece to who I am.
0: No, for sure. And, and that's kind of along the same lines for whether it's girls or guys, right? It's like, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it is, and it is funny to kind of talk about that. Cause it's like every everyone's a stranger or ever your best friends were strangers at one point, whether one it was point, in preschool right. or freaking like in college or beyond. Right. Um, so, and I, and I feel like it isn't talked about too much in our fitness journeys because we deem it oh like because of our egos right we're just like kind of conditioned or bred in a way where we have to do it alone like this or is just a one-way
1: yeah like I yeah comment quickly on that like for men i think too it's even more tough to be vulnerable or to ask for help or assistance or Say like I don't feel comfortable or strong in my body it's hard for women to do that as well but I feel like societally like the certain pressures that that men have to face in relation to their body I feel like it is so much harder in my experience working with men in the past for them to say like I don't feel confident in my body or like I feel unworthy because I'm not muscular you know and seriously that's that's like a different aspect and i definitely can't relate to that because I'm a woman or identify as a woman but I think that that's just something to pick up on for men it's tough it's it's harder from what I've picked up on
0: no yeah seriously and
1: I'll know what your uh, thoughts are on that
0: yeah no um I, I freaking agree I mean throughout the majority of my life before I was working out, I mean, like I said, I was, I was active doing sports, but I wasn't like football. I wasn't doing like wrestling or I wasn't doing any necessarily any sports that required like muscle mass until like, I was like, Holy cow, rugby's cool. But I was still like the toothpick um, in, in that kind of regard. And, and there was like this pressure or like the, the jocks or whatever would always like, I don't know, look down on like the skinny cross country runners or whatever, right? Yeah. Because they're just like, bigger. And, and I always felt this sense of like, it, it would be cool to tap into like, I, I've, I feel like I had tapped into like, how fast can I be? Like, how, how fast can I run or get to point A to point B physically? Um, in, in like that sport, but then I kind of had a revelation with where it was like, how, how big can I get? How strong can I get Um, and and tap into the, the default of our human body, right. For the majority of the human experience for hundreds of thousands of years has just been like survival, scarcity, like running from animals, hunting animals. It it was never like, let's go into a gym and let's pack on as much muscle as possible. (laughs) Like our our default is, skin and bone survival yeah exactly so actually living in a state of abundance actually living in a state of like less oh I'm a hunter woo woo and like I'm just gonna throw this spear and like get the get the meat for the family I'm like I can actually be an architect of my body in this modern time I can actually change my physical appearance and for me it was kind of a revelation of like why not tap into that? Why not see the the muscle and the musculature of just like the human body? Because I already know the default. The default is survive. The default is no muscle on my body or very little. So for me, it was just like, it was really hard to overcome because it was, it was more so for me, you can take it both two ways, right? One way is like, holy cow, this person's huge. They're muscular and for most people they're like oh I can never do that or that's too muscular mm. like ew like I don't want that or mm. the other way is like wow like this is inspiring this is this is cool I can if, if they can do it like why can't I and, and I feel like yeah. so many people are at those crossroads of like we've been conditioned to oh like that's different like I don't know packing on muscle and that's the same with with women too. I don't want to get too bulky. Like I want to be skinny because we, we've been preconditioned to be skinny or to live at those, those defaults. And, and for me, and I guess for you, it's like, we've, we've saw the other road. We've saw the other path of like, we can be those architects. We can change ourself, um physically yeah. and mentally. Um, so kind I of going that. and yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you have Quick any comment. thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, totally. I have lots of thoughts. You just like touched on a lot of really great points. One thing that I think it was vital to my body image really taking a shift towards a positive place was being grateful for the opportunity to be the architect, like you said, like, it is such a privilege to be able to not fall back on that default, like you said, and be able to be able bodied to change our bodies if we want to, to have, like, a different appreciation for the abilities that our bodies have and how that can affect us and our own self-worth or, like, our self-efficacy. So I think that at least, like, in my – it's, like, kind of taking a little shift backward towards, like, the bodybuilding thing. Um, Where I really realized that, like, body image was so important is when I entered my show, I was like, okay, at the end of the show, I'm going to have an eight-pack, and that's going to make me feel X, Y, Z. And at the end of the show, I'm going to be, like – have all these aesthetically pleasing things that I never thought that I'd be able to do, right? And I placed so many what ifs on that outcome. And then I got to show day, I literally placed amongst like 30 women and I looked in the mirror that day with my medal and all and I felt the exact same internally as I did on the day that I started. And I realized that like it is so important to nurture your mindset around your body no matter what the appearance is Mm -hmm. because how can you be so sure that it'll change? You know, and like body image is all about how you perceive your body and how you treat it based off of those perceptions, not necessarily how you look, not at all how you look. Mhm. So I and to touch on that too. Yeah, and, and that goes back
0: into loving yourself without those conditions. Like if through that process, from like that bodybuilding process of day one to the final day, and you you winning or getting your placement or whatever, and whatever placement you got, it's like being okay and loving yourself because you did everything that you needed to do to go from point a to point b to point z and and through the process you were consistent because you loved yourself right and and so many people that go through that process of the fat loss journey or or they're gaining muscle over a period of time it's like if if we don't have depth if we don't go deeper into our like subconscious and actually figure out like the intention as to why you're doing it. And Mm. if it's not through love, loving yourself, then it won't be sustainable. It won't be foundational. It'll be like a quick dopamine, like short term kind of gratification. Um, So in in terms of what you do, uh or like maybe more so for like the people that are listening right now or will be listening. Um in in terms of mindset. Like what do you do now um, that maybe you have just some like insights or not like some tips and tricks, but really things that you've practiced or continue to practice to make yourself um love yourself um internally and externally, right? Um, is it journaling is it like how how do you get yourself to the gym and create that higher value in the first place right um, yeah. so yeah what what are some things that maybe people struggling or that are either struggling with their body image or just yeah. like suffered a comparison like what do you have to say um, to like really overcome overcome that
1: that's such a great question and I really feel like it it changes. Um, But for me, like throughout my journey, it's been so many different things that have led me to a more positive body image. But recently, and this is something that I tell like all my ladies and all my clients is really to just constantly remind yourself of what your body is capable of start to really think about what you appreciate about your body and what it allows you to do. And one thing I think about often is being present and how that affects Mm. my my body image. And I find that when I am more present, I am appreciating so much more. And then underneath that, I'm appreciating that my body is allowing me to do that. Like, thank you body for letting me see this beautiful view. Thank you body for letting me be in this group of my friends and laughing and being able to like feel them and see them and like, smell this amazing food and taste this amazing food that we get to enjoy. Things like that makes me just just, like really appreciate the body that I have um Mm -hmm. I try and remind myself of things that are I love and appreciate about myself that are completely non-physical and I often have my clients prompt that too it's like what do you really love that has nothing to do with your appearance and why does that make Mm -hmm. you special and then challenge them to think about the people in their lives that they really love and care about is it because they look good like probably not you know so I just getting to be present thinking about your body in terms of appreciation and ability, um, recognizing that we do live in a society with really unrealistic standards and that we're all constantly exposed to media in our day-to-day lives and on social media that is really unhealthy for our subconscious. And to further that, like really start being aware of your automatic thoughts that come when you perhaps like walk by a mirror or putting on an outfit, like what thoughts come into your brain that may be negative can you pick up on them right away and reverse it and flip it into perhaps like an appreciation statement or change it to something that's just a little bit nicer to yourself?
0: No, seriously. And and I was literally on a client call yesterday and on one of his like intentions or behaviors that he wants to start to instill, he was like, I want to like I'm catching myself more when I talk negatively about myself. right and and i i thought that was was great but i saw it from a different perspective i saw hey dude when you're saying that you're catching yourself think more negatively and that's a good thing right but but it's it's something that stems that you're running away from right because you're you're putting that negative aspect so how about you look at yourself your body or whatever as oh, I'm catching myself think more positively about myself. So now that you're not running away from the negative, but instead you're inducing more of the positive kind of culture. Right. And I mean um, the final kind of thing that we can go over is like, what are your thoughts on like the, the body positivity movement? Because I mean, I, I kind of have my, my own pretty firm belief in in that. Um, Mm -hmm. But I really do want to hear like, Your your thoughts um, on that? Yeah, we can really close on that.
1: I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. I really appreciate the body positivity movement, especially from like a woman's perspective, because I think that for women, like our bodies are constantly changing, like on a day to day basis, on a cyclical basis, like wherever you are in your cycle, your body can fluctuate so much, and it can have a big impact on your physical body and your appearance. So I think embracing the healthy, normal female body at any stage is positive. I don't think that our like societal standards of you need to and it has changed. Like every decade, there's a new like, ideal body type, right? Like, Mm -hmm. look at Marilyn to like Twiggy in the 80s to now like, the Kardashians like turning up, you know, like, I it has changed so much. And I love that the body positivity movement is where it is because I think that healthy bodies should be embraced. I think with the body positivity movement, what I've been hearing sometimes like from a different perspective is like, oh, this like idea of promoting obesity and promoting like an unhealthy body is, is so wrong and blah, blah, blah. But I think people are making an assumption that, Certain body types are immediately unhealthy, you know. Like if someone is healthy and able, and they are making healthy choices, and they're moving, and they have appreciation, and they're working towards their goals, that's beautiful and should be celebrated, no matter where your body is at, appearance-wise, during that journey. Exactly. Kind of like no, no, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. And and I completely agree um, with basically all of it, and my my kind of take on it is kind of like the last sec that you said it's like the there is that threshold where it's like you look at yourself in the mirror and it's like oh i i love myself and i'm i'm healthy but your actions dictate something else and you're you're eating freaking mcdonald's and you're not taking care of yourself so it's like um like what is that threshold where it's like yeah like obviously you want to look at yourself and and be healthy and be accepted and more so love yourself internally. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and if you're on that journey to actually make strides to be a more positive human being, like enact act, just that culture of healthiness and you're doing what you can, even if you're not where you want to be, then then I say, then that's, that's how you should look at it. Right. Um, But to say like, Oh, I'm like really positive And like, I love myself, but you're having disorders and you're like eating yourself full and then you're binging and then throwing it up or whatever. It's like, mm, we, we yeah. need to like have a threshold of just like, Hey, let's, let's get help. Let's start going into the right direction. And then I feel like by really healing those wounds and, and progressing in the direction that you want to go, then by all means, it's like, let's, let's be positive about it and let's continue to grow. Um, yeah, hell yeah. I
1: love that. I think that at any point in any fitness journey or for anyone who like wants to work on body image, like starting with body appreciation is really key. And again, that requires like presence and it requires reflection. It requires not separating yourself from your body. Um, and i think like with the body positivity movement i think everyone should be focusing on appreciation no matter what their habits are like good or bad or where they want to go or what they want to work towards because i think like having a foundation of appreciation is key to maintaining a positive self image again no matter like where you are at you know
0: yeah no 100% so yeah. Um, so yeah i'm i'm glad that we had glad that we had this talk we'll definitely yeah. have more um, but do you have any final thoughts or anything for for the audience in terms of body image in terms of societal norms or anything in between?
1: yeah, like for you, let's say you have a client come to you with body image concerns, like what are the main key things that you have them start with to try and switch that switch that to a more positive body image
0: um for for me I'm all about the fundamentals I'm all about mastering the basics right so Mm um and like I and I'm not going to sugarcoat it like when I started with Beyond Built when I started with my own my own fitness coach Chad Morgan I didn't show up for the first two months I didn't show I literally I was I was still eating like Chick-fil-a every day I (laughs) I went to the gym probably like five times in a span of two months, like last year. And, and I never even like brought myself to do a check-in. So, so for me, um, I feel uh, cause I mainly like, I work with women, like I would say mm-hmm. one fourth women, three fourths guys. And, and like yeah. you said, guys tend to not be expressive. Guys tend to not share, what they're going through. They're like, Oh, I'm lazy. Or like, uh, it's (laughs) like, they don't, most guys don't go deep. Right. I mean, we go on Jada's call most of the time, like last call, I was the only freaking dude out of (laughs) like 13 women. Right. So, um, so for me is like, I've learned to, I'm going to show up, I'm going to show up for you and, and I'm going to be there and I'm going to be that support and I'm going to be there um, whether it is body image or whatever they're struggling, um, I'm going to give them their space, I'm going to give them their time. And I'm going to be reaching out and just saying like, hey, how's everything going? So specifically, yeah. I haven't really met anyone, like any guys that are like, I'm just struggling with like my body image right now. Uh, it usually is stemming from like the confidence or they word it differently, which it might be the body image, but they just word it differently to say that because people, people don't want to say I'm like really struggling with my body image. Like they might tell that to themselves in the mirror, but to have the courage to even tell a coach or tell someone, usually it takes a, a good amount of vulnerability and confidence in of itself. Right. So, or they don't um, know it's
1: a body image thing. They're just like, I feel so bad about my body or like, I'm not confident or I can't go into the gym, like things like that.
0: Exactly. So um, I, I usually give people their space and we get started and we focus on the little things. We focus on how can we switch your sodas to like lemonade and then lemonade or iced tea to water. How can right. we switch? Like, let's just step into the gym. You don't even have to finish your workout. Like, how can mm-hmm. we do little things? Like, I just created, like, um, my, my my journal PDF. So it's like, I hey, like, it. what, <laughs> what, what, what can we do to get depth? What can we do to actually look within? What can we do to really focus on the mentality aspect? Because, um, and, and what Chad's, what he's built is beyond built. Their slogan is it's more than just physical, right? Like how can we center like, yes, the the prime objective of what we're trying to accomplish is training. It's in the gym, it's nutrition, but it's like, but those are just basic principles. How can we go a level deeper and, and accomplish something greater than you ever even freaking imagined, right? And, and that's yeah. where um, when people are struggling, um, we, I, I just meet people and my clients where they're at. And, and then we just go from there. So if that is going on a 10 minute meditative walk, if that is just increasing the step counter, drinking more water, doing little things here and there, and it's not even checking off the boxes, but, but how are you feeling? Cause the last thing we want to do is to make this feel like a chore. The last thing mm-hmm. we want to do is make this feel busy or boring. So for people struggling with their body image, it's like, how can we just move the needle when today and, and then through that, that's where it just compounds over time. And that's where, cause it's not going to just, for me, it was compounded over a period of time. Like when I was in college, I was hungover as hell Two buddies. There's like throw up in the room. There's pizza <laughs> on the floor, beers everywhere in the dorm. It's like animal house, yeah. animal house over there. Just freaking animal house over there. I just have like, kind of like a beer belly. And then I look at myself in the mirror, and then I'm like, Matt, what the fuck? Yeah. You played four sports in high school. You're freaking hungover. You're chubby. Like, you need a fricking change. And going back full circle, it's like I operated out of fear. I operated out of disgust. But but if that's what it's gonna take for you to get started, then like, use that as freaking fuel. And then know totally. and acknowledge, like, hey. I can't be running and be operating out of fear the whole time because I'm not going to make the progress that I desire. If I'm always in scarcity, if I'm always fearful of like, I'm never enough. Right. So how can we change that like mental aspect of body image of, I am worthy. I am, I am able, I am capable and I'm everything that I need to be in this moment. And when you realize that and it takes practice, right. It takes journaling. It takes meditation it takes like jada was doing those like cold plunges it takes like doing these little modalities and reflection and and asking those hard questions right um and i i ask every discovery call i ask like onboarding clients or whoever I ask about their why, like, what is the intention as to why we're even on this call? What is the intention as to why you want to transform? What is maybe your current motivation? Where are you operating out of? And, and that gets me an idea if we're even a freaking good fit. Right. Right. Um, And, and that's where, that's where I get the sense of body image. That's where I get the sense of like, where they're at because yeah, if if we can if we can't even get depth if we can't even go deep um, then you're not going to go to the gym consistently. You're you're not going to consistently choose better foods to help fuel your your performance, your workouts, your overall daily life and you're not going to make it a higher value if oh, I just want to look better on the beach. It's like okay, cool, but like but why do you even want to look better on the beach? Like are you still stemming it from comparison and external validation? Or are you like, is it deeply rooted in a childhood trauma? Or is it like you just want to love yourself more and you want to consistently feel that feeling and then we can take that and go from there. But yeah. I, I always tell my clients, it's like, I don't, and that goes with like creating a meal plan or creating our macronutrient plan. It's like, I don't know what I don't know. So, if you don't go deep with me, if you don't give me your macros, if you don't, like, show up to the gym and, and just, like, do a squat, then mm-hmm. then it, it's hard to help, right? So, and, and I'm not yeah. going to convince anyone. I'm not going to force anyone to do anything. Like, and, and I've been saying this quote a lot lately, but, um, and it's us as coaches and it's us as leaders. It's like, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't force the horse to drink it. And... Yeah. And so in terms of body image, in terms of overcoming the societal norms, um, that's why we have the check-ins and that's why we really go over weekly to go over the deep stuff, to really express how we're feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think with anything in life, if there is a component of depth and, and people are willing to be more vulnerable, then that's where we cultivate the relationship. That's where we cultivate growth and, and, in due time, like, it's inevitable that you're going to change physically, right? It's inevitable that you're going to have a more positive impact um, on yourself and others around you is um, when you do practice it. And, um, and people are just so ingrained in condition to look down on themselves, or I'm not enough, or I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel that we have our jobs. It's because we have been into those depths. We've been, I hate myself. I'm not good enough. I'm restrictive. I'm binging. Yeah. I'm whatever. And coming out the other side of it, it's like, hey, like I learned what I needed to learn and the lessons that I needed to really take forward. So we can really be vulnerable and, and see what our clients and the people that are we surround ourselves with to get to that next level of loving themselves and overcoming those body image issues. So
1: I love um, that. Yeah. I but... love, love, love that. Yeah. So, I yeah, definitely that's... feel like we're aligned on our digging for the why and like digging for the, the more in depth piece of it, because I think ultimately like that's what allows people to create a lot of meaning around their journey and makes it less image focused as a whole. Cause right. Like I want to look good on the beach only lasts so long. Like that motivating factor, you could feel totally different in a week or you're like, oh, whatever, I'm going to just push that to the back burner. But I want to feel more exactly. confident because right now I feel XYZ about my body and I want to feel that way and I want to have that confidence on the beach. That becomes a whole different narrative and a whole different set of motivating factors for that person. So I love that you do the journaling. I love that you encourage the deep conversations weekly because I think attaching that why to your actions is totally totally necessary for fitness journeys, but also to maintain appreciation, body appreciation and ultimately positive body image. Exactly. And,
0: and I'm just going to finish it on this note. It's like we're, yeah. we're fighting the good, we're fighting the good fight, right? Hell yeah, and, we are. <laughs> and, 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 and just because we're, we're having this solid conversation and talking about these things doesn't mean that we don't have struggles, doesn't mean that we have self-doubt. So um, I wanted to make it clear for the listeners, or whoever's yeah. gonna listen. It's like we are not on a pedestal. We are not. No, we don't no, have no, it no. all figured out. And and so by just we're we're on this journey with you, and, and that's why it's it's relationship based. That's why when we work with individuals, we grow together, and yes. that's what cultivates the community, and that's what cultivates just a healthier perspective on body image as a whole is is when you're doing this not alone is when you're leaning um, yes you have to do all the work and you have to essentially do it by yourself but it's like but you have support you have people around you that are fighting the good fight and are doing um, the journey alongside you so um, yeah i definitely wanted to end on that community kind of aspect yes um because because we're 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 not doing this alone And um, there is support and there's help if you are open and if you want to get vulnerable with it.